Well, hello. So, uh, this is the second episode of I Talk to My Cat about whatever is on my mind. And so, this episode is going to be about something uh, very important to me. And that is um, the Governor's Honors Program for Georgia. uh, GHP, as it is uh, called. So, I already tried to record this once. Ended up rambling for 50 minutes about really nothing. But I think... It's helped me clear my mind a bit. So I'm going to talk about the parts of it that I actually really found um, to be the most compelling about what I talked about before. Because I went into it and I was thinking, okay, I'm going to do three episodes about this. I'm going to talk about the before, I'm going to talk about the during, and I'm going to talk about after. But all the notes that I wrote down for this part of the episode, the ones really kind of the most... We're very clinical, I guess, right? They were very much like, this is how you get in. This is whatever. And, like, I'll do that. But I also want to talk about the parts of it that really mattered to me. Because, I mean, sitting here, like, how many months is that now? Let's see, it was in June and July? Like, four, five, six months out? Not six months. Like, four or five months out. Um, I, I have a different idea of what really mattered and so i'm gonna try to uh, express both sides i'm hoping that in the same way as i do when i write it's going to be better than when i write it or say it in this case the second time because the last time was kind of rambly but i think my thoughts are clear now so ghp i'm gonna start by defining it because i realized after i recorded the last version that i didn't actually uh spend any time defining it um, so GHP is basically a program where the top, in Georgia's case, um, I think it was 650-ish people, uh, students in Georgia, in Georgia, uh, 10th and 11th graders only, um, go for a, for the summer, for four months, for four weeks, not four months, four weeks, um, to Barry College, um, or at least in this, right now, I mean, I think it's changed locations, but right now, Barry College, um, to study something, um, that, what you study is, uh, determined based on the interview process, so you'll get nominated in a certain subject, I was nominated in social studies, but there, it ranges from everything from engineering to art to, uh, social studies to com arts to, there's, I think there's, like, 12 majors, something like that, and, it covers a lot of all major school subjects plus art and music um and so basically the point of the ghp program at least from what i have ascertained after leaving it is really to challenge those who are already good at their field but are not truly challenged in the high school that they're in right and so at least in my experience the main thing that GHP is for is challenging those who attend it, right? Because everyone who goes there, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the process of getting in there in a second, but anyone who goes there has really fought to get there, right? And they're already top of their class. They're already more well-versed in the subject than probably most adults would ever be. Um, and yet, they go there and they're challenged. And that's the real point of GHP is to find the best and brightest of that kind that really care about the subject and make them better and challenge them to think in ways about the subject that they care about that they've never even thought about before. And so 
that is um, the point of GHB. And so, at least from my perspective, um, I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions about it. Because a lot of people look into it, at least a lot of students that I know, as a way of boosting their college application, right? And I suppose it does, in a way. But... It's so much more than that, and I think that's something that should be noted, is it's not intended to be a, oh boy, you're smart, now you get this little thing that you get to stick on your application. It's intended to change your life. And I think, and I've ex- witnessed with my own two eyes, the way that it actually does change you, may- maybe it just changes your political beliefs, or it changes, for social studies, I mean, obviously, I don't know about the other um, majors, but it'll change something, and... So over this next three episodes, I'm still doing three episodes. So this episode that I'm doing is going to be about getting in <coughs> and the emotion and the, I guess, headspace that some, that I, at least I found myself in and how I dealt with that. And then I'm going to talk about in the second episode, which I'm doing next week, um, all about the actual experience of going there because it's different than I expected and I think that's something that people should really know before they go because i think i don't know it's just it's the gh magic um and then then the third episode is going to be me and post i'm just going to talk about how i feel about the whole experience now and why and and why i think it matters so much and then i'm also if i can i haven't decided if i'm going to do this yet i'm going to try to go on the ghp subreddit um, and see if I can get any interesting, like, questions from the point of view of people who haven't gotten in, because it's been so long that it's harsh for me to remember exactly what I was concerned about, but if I can do that, then I can answer those questions in the last episode as well. Um, I haven't decided that's gonna happen yet, but my goal right now is to see if I can find a way to, um, increase, to spread my knowledge, basically, right? Because I have already gone through the whole experience, um, I'm already far, like, months out of it, and so I feel like I am in a good space to help people who, have are, who are going through the process right now. Because I definitely could have used help when I was going through that process. I wasn't sure about certain aspects of it. And I feel like if I had had someone there to talk me through it, I would have probably, it probably would have been a little bit easier. So, yeah, that's what today's episode is about. Um, so the process. My first, when I first did this, I went into way more depth about the process. But we're going to narrow it down. We're just going to cut it into bits. So basically the the process is divided into two sections, county and then state level because it's a state level um event camp thing. So there's only two levels. There's county and then there's state. And so when you're doing when I, on the state level <laughs> Okay, on the county level, there is like a small process of you get nominated by your teacher in that subject area. And if it's a subject that like maybe doesn't have a teacher or something like that, I think there is a process for getting in without that, but I wouldn't know I got nominated. Um, if you are, for example, interested in one of the subjects for GHP that is in there, I'm sure that there is a way. Um, you just have to talk to the right people, Google it, something like that. I'm sure someone knows the answer out there. <laughs> um, basically though, you get nominated and then you have to write a couple essays that you turn in, and they, that changes depending on what major you get nominated in. But you get nominated, you write essays, and then if those essays are like accepted, and at least at my school, because it's small, basically everyone's did, but 
I did hear that at the larger school in my county, a lot of people did get kicked, get, didn't even make it to the interview stage, which comes right after this I'm about to talk about, because of their essays. So, I mean, if your school's large, I would definitely focus on that. But, I mean, at least for my school, it really didn't matter. Everyone got in, whether got to the interview, whether or not they um, tried really hard in their essay. But I don't really know if that's the case for um, everyone. I, I would just try just in case, but who knows. Um, anyway, there's the interview stage. And so the interview stage at County... You're going to talk to two people, at least, at least in my case. I, I can't be sure of everyone else, but at the very least in Fayette County, there are two people that you that interview you, okay? And so you talk to them for a while about whatever your subject area is. Um, and going more specific into social studies, um, they ask you about your views on certain issues. They'll ask you about books you've read, perhaps, or things like that. And so you just need to be prepared to talk about that and talk about an issue that's really important to you. Like, pick an issue, okay? Just go in the, go uh, prepare for the interview by picking an issue, an issue that you care about, that you can talk about from any perspective, from all sides, from whatever, and then stick to it. And then whenever a question comes up that you could even slightly relate it to that issue, just, you know, wedge the conversation in that direction. Because, I mean, it it isn't, when when they're looking for you, for people to get to GHP, they're looking for people who are passionate. And if you can show that you're passionate about the subject that you are talking about by pointing out an issue that you really do care about, that will make you more likely to get in. At least for me. Like, when I did my my issue was um, education and birth control for women all around the world. Because that is one, the, one of the best ways to eliminate poverty. And so no matter what happened, I just made sure to bring it up. And you don't, like, jam it in there. You just kind of, like, make sure that the conversation steers that direction. Because it shows that you have, like, a strength, an interest, right? Because they have to interview hundreds of kids at just the county level for this. And anything that you can do to stand out helps, right? So anyway, that's the county level. Assuming that you make it past that, which many people don't. Um, And if you see statistics about GHP's admittance level, that doesn't include county. So, just so you're aware, the county level is where most of the people are uh, removed, I guess, from the running. Um, I mean, at this point, for my school, we only had five kids that made it to that. And we have a little under a thousand people at my school. We only had five kids that made it there. And we are in one of the most represented counties. I mean, I mean, we're not from Atlanta, which is where a lot of the people come from, but I mean... Among, we are among one of the more represented counties of the people who go to GHP just because of our, our school districts are really good. And my school only had five get to that point. And spoiler alert, I'm the only one who made it in from my school. So if you can see about the odds there, that is that the odds are not high. Um, and so then there's a second, then there's the second round. So there's state. And so state is comprised again of an essay. And th- this essay, no matter what is really important because I think that our school went from having five people to three people um, who were still in the running after that point. We lost two of our people because of the essay. So make sure that you make sure that make that essay as good as it possibly can be because that is the thing that can help you get to the final stage to the the final interview. So at this point, you drive up to Barry, you you go in you get an interview talk do whatever 
la 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 you know go through the whole process again but this time this is the most important one because if you get past this interview you get in and so that's an overview of the process um for social studies there's a couple extra bits i think i I do want to talk about them because i didn't know what what to expect when i was going in and i think honestly that is where i really could have used some more assistance so in social studies because we don't have a portfolio or proof of work or anything like that, because it's, it's social studies and most of the time it's more about interest than it is about producing physical things, um, we do a thing called a simulation. And so I had been in simulations before. I've gone to these, like, uh, gifted camps that are, like, you know, you pay to get in them. They're fun. You get to, like, learn about stuff the whole time. You're surrounded by peers, la, la, It's great. But while I'm there, we have done simulations. And so simulations are basically you are given a point of view and you are given a, a scenario, and you and all the people in the simulation around you have to come up with a solution to a problem, or do something along that nature where you have to deal with what's there, given the role that you have, and that oftentimes that role does not align with your positions, so for example, when I was in, uh, when I went to Vampy, um, there was, which is a camp I went to before this, that was the one, it's a gifted camp in Kentucky, and so while I'm there, the, one of the things that we've done, we did were um, we ran a, what do you call it? Uh, we pretended like we were the founding fathers. And so we would go through, we'd be given different scenarios. We'd have to act based on our state's interests, that sort of thing. And so I didn't know what to expect out of these GHP simulations because those simulations that I did at camp were hours long. And we had all this time and all this thing to really develop our positions and to have arguments and to come up with decisions. We would make up our mind on decisions as a group. Um, However, at GHP, I mean, you could tell that wasn't going to be the thing because it's an interview and then it's like a short little little thing. They're not going to take hours and hours just to do that, right? So I didn't know quite what to expect because I'd been through one before, but I didn't know. And I was definitely shocked by what came out so basically what happens with the simulation is that when you are you go in you sit down ours was in a circle it could be any shape and you already given the scenario just for people who don't who aren't already in the process um you're given a scenario and you have time to research the scenario before you get there but you don't know your position so you could be for example ours was it was on i think it was immigration Yeah, no, they gave us a couple, it was one about immigration and one about, I just remember the immigration one. But the point is there was an immigration thing, right? But you don't know if you're going to be Democrat or Republican. You don't know if you're going to be an independent. You don't know what you're going to be. And so you have to be prepared to go in there to have evidence for both sides, to whatever. And everyone who goes in there has pages of notes and you're like, crap, I am terrified right now. I am surrounded by all these people who are prepared i'm prepared but what if i'm not prepared enough you know the the inadequacy thing uh we'll get into that later but um <laughs> basically uh, you're in there and you have no idea what's happening and so you flip over a piece of paper you have your role and then you have like a minute to like figure out what's what's gonna happen and then chaos ensues because every single person there is in the same position as you they want to make sure they stand out in this crowd full of people that all have pages of notes and all have these things. And so they want to make sure that the people who are judging them, because there are people like watching you the whole time, know that they that they know what they're talking about. And so they'll do a thing that I have dubbed information spewing. So basically, rather than create a coherent argument, a lot of the time they'll just be like, this treatise and this whatever, this whatever, this 
all led to this whatever. You know, they'll make some kind of point. It's vaguely related to their country, their whatever. And, yeah. So that's their their thing. They'll information spew. And, I mean, it doesn't hurt. I know people who got in and I saw them information spew and thing. I, I personally am not a fan of it as someone who loves debate. I didn't. And I know a lot of people who got in who didn't information spew because I saw them do it. And they were very effective, even in the situation where... and. As, a war- as another warning to those who are going in, you have like one or two chances to speak, Max. Because they have to deal with 20 kids. And each one of them wants to speak for a minute, at least. Because they have to show that they know everything. So just use that wisely. But either way, just information spewing, I mean, it, it could be effective. I know people got in for that. But I personally just... Because the thing is, by the time the third person has spoken, everything's been spewed. Because we all find the same information. So I think it's probably more effective, um, at least from my experience, to just listen and think and come up with a coherent argument. Because it doesn't really matter. See, what they're really looking for, at least on the state level, um, and I think even on the lower level, because I was interviewed... I was interviewed and also um, judged, the whole simulation was judged by someone who literally taught the program. So this version of um, this this version of the thing is, is, at least from what I can tell, the most authentic version of getting into GHP. Um, they really want people who are just going to talk and people who are willing to talk and people who can survive a simulation in a discussion like that because... GHP, social studies, is just talking. Like, all of our classes are talking and talking and talking about social issues and about, like, issues, you know? Because it's social studies. There's not much else we're going to do. So, basically, the whole point of the simulation, really, is to show that you can express yourself coherently and also be able to easily see the other side because that's that's the thing another thing that's really important for ghp social studies is making sure that you can not just understand your own position but understand why someone else has an opposing position to your point of view and you don't have to agree with them i mean we're so we're sock studs half the time we don't but um i think that's something that you really need to focus on when you're doing this simulation yes focus on knowing everything (laughs) knowing facts yes focus on um making sure that you get you show that you knew that you did research or whatever but it's more important to show that you can think you can express yourself coherently and that you are not afraid to express yourself coherently because those are the two things that are really important if you want to really get everything out of the social studies program at ghp that you possibly can um so yeah that's that's the that's my one advice on social studies. I'll try to keep it more vague after that, but as someone who went through it, I feel like it's really important to say this because it kind of annoyed me at the time. And yeah. Um so anyway, you got gotten through this whole process and you get in, right? And so this is the part that I really was more interested in. I'm more interested in the the way that it like feels to go through the process because I know that when I was doing it I mean, you can find resources online on how to do a lot of the stuff for for GHP because, I, I mean, there's a bunch of survivors out there that can tell you exactly how they did it. And you can go through it multiple times if you get nominated in 10th grade. So the thing that I really want to talk about instead is the the way that it makes you feel, for lack of a better term. And before it was, I want to preface this by saying that when I talk about this, 
it's weird, right? Because I got into this thing that literally thousands of people from all across Georgia are dying to get into. And I got into it. And now I'm going to complain about the way that it feels. And I get that. But I also think that it's important to examine our emotions so that we can, I guess, understand ourselves better. And in that way, deal with the way that felt. Because, see, I I got in um, with... uh, Back up. So, when I was at county interviews and whatever... I was surrounded by my, by my peers at my school. There were legitimately probably 15 or 20 people that I knew that had, were trying to get in. That were nominated in music or math. A lot of people I knew got nominated in math because I'm a math team officer. But um, a lot of people got nominated, right? And so, I mean, you automatically... I, I, I mean, they were all my peers. I expected... I mean, I knew that it would be difficult. But I, I hadn't looked into GHB. I didn't know how how many people would fall off so so quickly. And within that period of time, we went from, I mean, just 30 people in my grade from my school to two people in my grade from my school. And we're 10th graders. Normally, we're in the minority. Um, and then the 11th graders, we don't, in total, like I said before, my school only had five people that made it in past the um, first round of interviews. And even with that, like, even with the other schools that are bigger than us, I think Macintosh, the biggest school in my county, only had like 10, 15 people that made it in. And they have a huge population to the point where they can't even have all their students in the gym because it breaks fire code. So like, I mean, there's not a lot of people that make it even there. And and so I, that, already there, I was kind of like, oh, oh. And like, it was... I, I kept expecting to hear someone else say, oh, yeah, no, I made it in, too, because I didn't expect it to be that quickly that selective, I guess. And, I mean, immediately it was kind of weird, but the good thing about it for me for most of the process was that my my, my friend, um, she got in uh, past that level, too. And so we were like, okay, this is great. We're in this together. It's, like, awesome. And, like, the same, and her girlfriend was in there was in that process, and then, I, I don't know, I didn't know the other two people, but, I mean, the point is still the same, I knew people who were doing it, so I could talk to them about it, we could be happy for each other, it was like a mutual process, and so that was nice, it was great, but then as the process went down, the people started to whittle down even farther, after the essay, we only had three people, and after the interview, we only had one, and that was me, and at that point, I didn't know how to feel, because on the one hand, holy crap, I had just made it into the thing that I'd spent all year working towards. I had spent countless hours laboring over those essays and stressed so much about those interviews. And it was, it felt so wonderful to finally get it, right? And to have everything that I'd worked so hard validated for. But then it also felt weird because now I was surrounded by people who, who hadn't been given that chance, even though as far as I was concerned, they were my equals. So I was then sort of stuck, right? Because how am I supposed to... It's like inadequacy, right? Like, when you get into something like this, the, the feelings of, of 
simultaneously of excessive pride and also excessive feelings of of inadequacy and like why am i the one when everyone else around me is equally as capable as i am why am i here when they aren't you know what i'm saying and so that was definitely a, a, a plaguing emotion and probably in part because literally my friend didn't get in and i mean people who as far as i was concerned were if not as capable, if not more capable than I was in so many ways. And I guess for me, that was probably the hardest part. Not the getting, not the working hard getting in there, not whatever. Because, I mean, if you fail, then you failed. And I mean, it's awful, but I don't know. I mean, I guess you can forget about it eventually, right? But it wasn't so simple when you had to when you actually got there, but you got there alone, right? Because then you you kind of have to, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Tell the per- people that you're the closest with who didn't get in how how ecstatic you are that you got in and what? Rub it in their face that, that they didn't? And or are you supposed to conceal it and pretend like you're not happy and make yourself feel bad about getting in when you worked your butt off to get there? And so... There's this weird, like, internal dichotomy that it took me a long time to, during those months before GHP, because we got our news in March, maybe April, somewhere between March and April, and GHP was in June. And so I had to spend, like, a little time surrounded by people who didn't get in, and it was the weirdest thing. And, I mean, how are you supposed to feel? Because on the one hand you're happy but on the other hand you're just sad and vaguely confused as to why these people didn't get in too and i think that that's i just want to address that because at the time i didn't realize how valid my feelings were and i feel like in post i i I feel like i want to validate those feelings for someone else because it's it's so easy when you're when you're at the top which is such a stupid phrase, but when you're, like, alone in this position of, like, I finally got this goal, but everyone else around me is, like, not, they didn't get what they wanted, to feel guilty about it, and, like, you shouldn't, like, you should definitely not brag about it, or get your pride up in a twist or whatever, but, I mean, don't feel guilty about it, because I think that, feeling guilty about it diminishes your own accomplishments and that's not something that you want to do especially when you worked so hard to get into a program that even at the state level only 20 percent of the people get in and that's at the state level with before the county before even nomination like just that state level only only yeah only 20 percent of people get in that's 650 people in the entire world that understand how you're feeling. And so it's kind of lonely, but it will be okay. I guess that's what I'm saying here. That if you are in that position, someone out there, it's okay. Because when you get to GHP, you won't feel like that anymore. So I guess my thing is that I really wanted to say with this whole thing is that it's okay to feel inadequate despite all of your accomplishments. Um, just try to combat it. And at the same point, I do want to mention this because I feel like it's kind of, it's a double-edged sword, right? Like you can't, you can't acknowledge one without the other. 
don't don't get prideful, okay? Because the moment that you step into GHP, that pride will be ripped from you like like a like a finger gets cut off or something. Like you don't go into GHP and leave with the same pride that you came out with. Not because you lose pride, but because you realize how not not innately special you are, right? Like you are no more than anyone else there. Everyone there is equally as capable in something. And so if you go in there thinking that you're the be- you're going to be the best one there, that everyone there is just going to like love you, you're wrong. Because everyone there is special. Because <laughs> because that's the whole point. So that's something that's another thing that should be noted. Is don't don't have a chip on your shoulder about it. Because like so many people don't get to go in people that deserve it people that care just as much about it as you do as the people who actually made it in and so on the same token check yourself because it's sort of it's just slimy to pretend like you're better than everyone else when there's so many more circumstances that go into it than even you can understand so I guess be humble, but also be proud of yourself at the same time. I guess is the message that I'm getting at here. Um, at the next, in the next episode, um, I'm gonna talk about um, the actual experience that I had there because I feel like that'll be a little bit more concrete. Um, but in the meantime, um, yeah, that's yeah. This is this is way better than the original version. Um, so yeah, I do want to mention before I go that uh, my cat is here. I promise she really is. She just doesn't talk because she's not a loud cat. She just kind of hangs out and stares at me or whatever. At the moment she's quite sleepy. It's good. But um yeah. So this has been I talked to my cat about whatever's on my mind. Um uh yeah, the next few episodes will be as follows. So the next week, the first episode of next week won't continue this series. Rather, I it will be uh, an interview slash conversation with my friend um, about death. I think is the topic that she chose. Yeah, I'm really excited about that one because yeah, it, it'll be great. Um, and then um, the week, then then not halfway through that week, I'll finish this the second part of the series, and then the week after that. I'll do another friend conversation interview the first half of the week, and then again we'll do we'll do the GHP the, the wrap up GHP thing then, and then after that I'm not so sure, but that's the schedule for now. Um, thanks so much for listening, and uh, yeah, have a great great night. Dude.